Good morning. So as uh, Pastor Mark pointed out, last week was VBS. It was amazing. It was a tornado, but it was an amazing tornado. It was a lot of fun. And uh, as you saw, it was uh, the, the name uh, and the theme was stellar. It was, you know, outer space theme, shine Jesus light. And last week, we started a sermon series, short three-part sermon series, to go in conjunction with that called Raising Stellar Kids. And what we learned last Sunday was that uh, whether you are a parent or grandparent, aunt, uncle, or influential adult, today's kids need you. They do. They, and we also learned that if your child, whether your child is five years old or 50 years old, there are certain foundational truths about God that, that can help them, if you will, build a spiritual launch pad, right? A rock-solid foundation that can help launch them into the world as followers of Christ. Today, we're going to continue by looking at the importance of charting the right course for today's kids. And as parents, grandparents, influential adults, this is where we come in, right? There are certain truths, again, that can help today's kids, whether they're 5 or 50, there are certain truths that can help them to remain true to God and honor him with their life. And so what, for all of you here, for all of you watching me online right now, what we're going to do is I'm going to share with you some of those truths so that you as parents, influential adults, can then pass them on to today's kids. Along with those truths are some questions, questions I'm going to ask you as parents and influential adults, to, and I'm going to ask you to ask today's kids so that they can consider those questions and answer them for themselves. Okay, so um, hopefully that makes sense. Uh, we got a lot of ground cover to cover, so let's jump right in. First, to help chart the right course, today's kids need to understand this very basic truth, and it's this. God made you so that he could delight in you. Today's kids need to know that. They need to know that God created them so that he could take pleasure in them and love them. My wife, Carla, and I, we have three grown children. I can tell you for a fact, I took enormous delight and pleasure watching them grow and mature over the years. And now we have two amazing granddaughters, and, and, and I take just as much delight and pleasure watching them grow and mature. Well, God does the same thing with each and every one of you. Look at what it says here in Isaiah 43. God says, bring my sons and my daughters, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, for my pleasure, whom I formed and made. In other words, even if your parents didn't plan for you to be born, God did. God thought you up, right? God created you and he takes great delight in you. Psalm 149 says, the Lord takes pleasure in his people and it's true. In fact, because God created you, it's safe to say there is no parent, no adult, no one who will love you as much as God loves you. Nor is there anyone who will love you the way God loves you because God's love isn't moody. You know, as parents, we can have good days and bad days, right? It's just kind of a thing. But not with God. God isn't going to love you one day and then ignore you the next because he's in a bad mood. No, his love for you is the same day after day after day because his love isn't based on who you are. It's based on who he is. 
So that leads me to the first question that as parents and influential adults, we need to be ready to ask today's kids. And it's this, what will be at the center of your life? This is huge because whatever is at the center of the life of an individual is gonna be their priority. And today's kids have lots of options, right? The center of their life might be what their friends think, or it might be what TikTok thinks, or it might be what their families think, or it might be sports, or the center of their life might be academics, or the arts, or a hobby, it could be anything. And none of those things are bad in and of themselves, but today's kids need to understand that you don't want to center your life on those things because they won't last. They can get lost. And when you center your life on something you can lose, like money or a job or friends or popularity or whatever, it's going to leave you and today's kids feeling very uncertain because they don't know if what is at the center of the life is going to be their tomorrow. Colossians 2. I'd like you to read this verse with me. Let's read this together. You ready? Just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught. Today's kids need to figure out what is going to be at the center of their life, what they're going to focus their life on. Is it going to be rooted in the world or as this verse says, rooted and built up in Christ? Are they going to live a self-centered life or a God-centered life? And just in case you might be wondering whether or not you are living a God-centered life, check to see how much worrying you do. Because I'll tell you right now, you can't trust God and worry at the same time. And that's why Paul says this in Philippians 4, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. So today's kids need to understand that they were created by God so that he could delight in them and love them. And I, I honestly believe that if they understand that and realize that, it'll help them want God to be at the center of their life, their focus. And when God is the center of their life and their focus, it helps them get through things like school and relationships and everything else with a whole lot less stress and fear and worry. Second, when charting the right course, today's kids also need to understand this truth, and it's this. You were created to be part of God's family. Honestly, I think that if today's kids understand how valuable they are in the sight of God, right, that the God of the universe would choose little old them to be part of his amazing family, it would allow their self-worth to just soar. And it would give them a lot of power, especially in those times of their life when they don't feel valued. Right, those times when they don't feel talented enough or intelligent enough or good-looking enough or whatever. Beyond that, I think today's kids are smart enough to know that physical families don't last forever, right? They don't. People grow up, they move out, sometimes they go through divorce. But God's family does last forever because God doesn't want anyone, anyone to go through life alone. Look at what he says here in Ephesians 1. God's unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his family. And that spiritual family is the church. So that, re that leads me to a second question that as parents and influential adults, we need to ask today's kids, and it's this. Who will be your companions in life? Kids love being part of a group. Question is, what kind of group is it? And who are their friends? 
Those are important for kids to figure out who are going to be their friends. They need to be careful in choosing their friends because their friends are going to impact them. And it could be for the good or it could be for the worse. Look at what it says. Paul warns us in 1 Corinthians 15, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So today's kids need to understand when they're choosing their friends and you need to help them, they need to choose carefully because those friends are either gonna hold them back or encourage them on, right? They're gonna either break them down or they're gonna build them up. Regardless, the good news is that we have God's spiritual family where all of us, young or old, belong and where we enjoy his amazing blessings. Paul says in Romans 12, just as each of us has one body with many members, so in Christ we who are many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. And today's kids need to know that. They need to know that in God's spiritual family, there are companions who will bless them, who will build them up, who will support them, who will pray for them, who will encourage them, who will help them grow in their love for Jesus. And honestly, you can't have companions that are any better than that, right? Today's kids need to know that. Third, when charting the right course, today's kids need to also learn this next truth. God wants you to become just like Jesus. Yep, today's kids need to know that. They need to know that God wants them to grow and become imitators of Christ. Finish this phrase. You ready? Like father, like son. That's right. It's often a compliment, isn't it? When somebody says, you're just like your mom, or you're just like your dad. Well, guess what? God wants today's kids to spiritually grow and mature so they are just like Jesus. In Romans 8, Paul says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son. Just like Jesus. Actually, one of the reasons why Jesus came to this earth and became a human being was so that he could display all the different characteristics of God. Characteristics like those listed in, in Galatians 5. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All of those qualities that are seen in Jesus, God wants to see in you and in today's kids. Now, it's important to realize that sometimes God will work, uh, he will work and use the bad in life to bring out the good in you. Right? Sometimes God will take those moments when you are lonely or when you are discouraged or misunderstood or criticized or whatever, and he'll use those moments to grow you and teach you lessons you wouldn't learn any other way. And today's kids need to understand that, need to teach them that, yes, sometimes there are going to be moments when life is just awful, when it's bad, but they also need to be taught by you that our God is so big and so powerful and so awesome that he can work good out of that bad. He can work good out of disease. He can work good out of divorce. He can work good out of death. He can work good out of anything. So that leads me to a third question that as parents and influential adults, we need to ask today's kids. Here it is. What will be your character? And this is a, a very important question because what today's kids become is far more important than what they do. So today's kids need to realize that every situation in life, good or bad, is a character-building situation. 
right? And, and through that situation, they in turn can learn how to become more and more like Christ, more and more a reflection of Jesus. Romans 6 says, we were therefore buried with him, with Jesus through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. See those last two words, new life? That's the life that we are to live where we reflect Jesus through our attitudes, our words, our actions, everything. And today's kids need to learn that. They need to be taught that. Fourth, when charting the right course, today's kids also need to understand this next truth. God gave you gifts to serve him. Today's kids need to understand that just as God created each and every one of you with the exact talents and abilities that he wanted you to have, he created them with the exact talents and abilities that he wanted them to have, talents and abilities that he wants them to use to serve him by serving others. Ephesians 2.10 says, we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Which leads to the fourth question that today's kids need to be asked. What will be your contribution? Today's kids need to ask that. They need to start thinking about that. Are they gonna use their God-given talents and abilities for themselves or to help others? And they need to ask that question of themselves. They need to find an answer to that because we live in a world that says, well, duh, you're going to use them for yourself, right? You, 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 of course you're going to do that. Don't be a numbnut. You, you use them for yourself because that way you can make lots of money and own lots of stuff and have lots of fun. And yet look at what it says here in 1 Peter 4. Each one should use whatever gift he has received to, what's the next word? Serve, serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. Okay, God has given you talents and abilities. God has given today's kids talents and abilities. Actually, researchers have just discovered that the average human being has about 800 talents and abilities. How about that? The problem, of course, is that a lot of people don't even know they exist. They need somebody else to point them out. And that's where we come in. As parents, influential adults, our job is to help the, today's kids recognize where their God-given talents and abilities lie and say, yeah, you know what? You are really good with this. You know what? You are so gifted in this area. Seriously, one of, one of the most powerful things that you as a parent or an influential adult can do for your child or a child you know is to help them see how they're gifted and how they can use them to serve God by serving others. All right, fifth, when it comes to charting the right course and, uh, um, and moving in that direction, today's kids also need to understand this final truth. God made you to impact others. Today's kids need to know that they don't just exist here to live and have fun and whatever and take up oxygen. They are here to make a difference in God's kingdom on earth. God has a mission in mind for them. Jesus, in talking about his disciples to his heavenly father in prayer, says this in John 17. I like how it's worded in the Message Bible. He says, in the same way that you, heavenly father, gave me a mission in the world, I give them a mission in the world. God made you to impact others. That's your mission. He made you to share your, your life story with them. And what's your life story? Your life story is nothing more than 
you, right? It's your background. It's your experiences, good and bad. It's the problems that you've faced through life. All of that God takes and creates this thing called your life story. And he wants you to use your life story to bless others and impact others. I mean, think about it. Who better to help someone who is trying to raise a special needs child than somebody who has already raised a special needs child? Who better to help somebody who is dealing with a failing marriage than somebody who's already gone through failed marriage? Who better to um, help somebody who is growing up feeling unworthy in school than somebody who's already grown up feeling unworthy in school? Does that make sense? I mean, God has gifted you in a way with your life, with all of its quirks and little things that go on, but that's your life story. And God wants you to use your life story to bless and impact other people. So that leads me to the fifth question that today as parents and influential adults, we need to ask today's kids and it's this. What does God want to say to the world through you? And I realize that you know, today's kids are going to have different experiences and different life stories that are unique and different from us. But you know what? We all share one thing in common, and it's this. God has unconditional love for everyone in Jesus. Right? That's what we all have in common. And that's the good news that God wants us and today's kids, to, he wants us to get the word out. He wants to say to people, hey, look, you know, you don't, you don't have, it's, it's not how you live. It's not a matter of, of what you do to get God to love you or, you know, to get into heaven because God already loves you. He's head over heels in love with you. He has a love for you that is no strings attached. In fact, his love is so powerful that he allowed his son Jesus to come to this earth to sacrifice his life, to die on a cross so as to pay for everything you've ever done wrong. And, and, and honestly, when you, when you trust that what Jesus accomplished through his death and resurrection applies to you, God gives you the gift of grace, which means that he gives you forgiveness for everything you've ever done wrong, every mistake, every bad choice, every failure, all of it is wiped away, it's erased, and you get to live each day in the confident hope that at some point in time, you're going to be with Jesus forever in heaven. How cool is that, right? I mean, and it's all because of God's love for you in Jesus. That's the good news. And that's what God is calling us and today's kids to share. Look at this next verse, 2 Corinthians 5. It says, God has committed to us the message of reconciliation, right? We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. We are to represent Jesus to the people around us, to the people we know. What is the message that we are to share? Keeps going. That God made Jesus who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. We might be forgiven and saved. That is the best news in the universe. And it's news that this sin-infected world desperately needs to hear, that there's a God who loves and forgives and saves through faith in the blood of Jesus. Wow. Well, today's kids need to be taught that, not only so they know it, but they also be taught to get the word out as well so they can share it. And I'm going to argue, it's not so much, uh, and certainly we want them to tell people about the Jesus they know, but I think there's a lot more power in living out the Jesus you know. Okay? God can use our words, but there's a lot more weight in our lives, in our actions. 
There's a poet who lived in the first half of the 20th century named Edgar Guest. Edgar Guest captures this very truth of the weight of our actions as having more power in, in, in sharing the good news of Jesus with others. Look at what he says here. Let me read this to you. I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one would walk with me than merely tell the way. A lecture you may deliver may be very wise and true, but I'd rather get my lesson by observing what you do. For I may misunderstand you in the high advice you give, but there is no misunderstanding in how you act and live. When it comes to raising stellar kids, today's kids need you. They need your help. They need you as parents, as influential adults, to help them chart the right course. Why? So that God will be at the center of their life, so that they will enjoy companionship from God's spiritual family called the church, so that they will become more and more a mirror, a reflection of Christ, shining Jesus' light, like we just heard in that song in VBS, to the people around them, so that they will use their talents and abilities in a way that will serve God by serving others, and so that God will use them, and not just their words, but their lives, to help people understand who Jesus is and what he's done. I know it's a lot, but we have tools now that can help us do it, and by the Spirit's power, I think we can. We can be involved in raising the next generation of Christian leaders, raising stellar kids. So let me challenge you in a couple of ways. First, let me challenge you to memorize Colossians 2. I haven't given you memory work in a while, so I thought, hey, let's have you learn this. And, and this verse, just as a reminder, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught. Okay? I learned it. You can learn it. it, it let it remind you, though, of the importance of keeping God as your focus, as the center of your life, and teaching today's kids to do the same. All right, second, review all five truths for yourself. Those five that I just went through, go through them because you need them as much as today's kids need them. And then uh, the third thing is share the five truths and questions with the kid you know. Whether you are a parent or influential adult, today's kids need to know who they are and why they are here. Okay? And, and, and how by the Spirit's power at work in their life, they can chart the right course to a life that is filled with his blessing. So let's pray about that right now. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for speaking to us today. Empower us to show today's kids how they can chart the right course in this life. And that, of course, they are uniquely shaped by you to make a contribution here on this earth and, and the different ways that they and all of us can communicate your love in Jesus to others. Father, I pray that you would bless this series and continue to bless us through it. We love you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen.